Welcome to our podcast for College Catholics. I'm your host, Father Patrick Wainwright. In today's episode, we'll speak about how when God became man, he became one of us. And in that sense, he became a role model for every human being. In him, we can see ourselves. We see God doing what we do, learning, growing, working with his own hands, suffering physically and emotionally, being sometimes left alone, persecuted by those around him, dying a tragic death, and finally rising from the dead. So in Christ, we should have our inspiration. Christ should be our inspiration. Christ is our hero. If you watched Super Bowl 55 on February 2021, you might have watched arguably one of the most moving Super Bowl commercials ever. It featured the story of Jessica Long, who is a multiple, multiple Paralympic gold medalist. She is an incredible swimmer. She is disabled because when she was little, both her legs were amputated from below her knees. You might have seen pictures of her sitting near the Olympic pool with her two prosthetic legs next to her. Now, what is amazing in her life is that nothing was easy for her. Actually, things appear to be quite hopeless at some times. Jessica Long was born in a small town in Siberia. Her young mother left her at an orphanage soon after she was born because she could not cope with the struggles and difficulties she had to endure. And because of that, she was eventually adopted by an American couple who, is, uh, who was living in, Mar in Maryland. At a very young age, actually when she was some months old, her legs had to be amputated below her knees. right? And she had to undergo many surgeries after that. She has had to use prosthetic legs her entire life to be able to walk. However, she became a very good swimmer and, amazingly, at the age of 12, she participated in the 2004 Paralympic Games in Athens, and she won three gold medals on that opportunity. Counting the ones from this last summer in Tokyo, she won 23 total medals, according to what is posted on the website jessicalong.com. Her story is one of resilience, hope, and as far as I can see, a story about the amazing difference the care of her adopted parents could make by adopting a little girl that, according to today's worldly views, would have been otherwise bound to abortion. So I do encourage you to watch the Toyota Super Bowl commercial. It's pretty amazing. So I will leave a link on the show notes below so you can easily find it. So now the other part of the story connected to Jessica Long that I wanted to share in this story today is the, uh, what happened with another girl who is called Maya. And it has a lot to do uh, with where we are here in Michigan and the University of Michigan. She is from a farm area in Michigan, and she was diagnosed with spina bifida while still in her mother's womb. While still in the mother wo mother's womb, her, uh, the, the doctors at U of M, University of Michigan, uh, operated on her successfully but because she had some other complications, she too was born with some disabilities, and she could only walk with crutches. 
Now, the interesting thing is that as she grew, she also watched this commercial we're talking about, the commercial of Super Bowl 55. And it, of course, it was featuring Jessica Long, and she appears at the, uh, Jessica Long appears in the, in the commercial walking with her crutches and with her prosthetic legs as well. So as she was looking up toward the TV, Maya was standing with her two crutches, and she said to her mom, Mom, she has crutches just like me. I want to be like that girl. So later, her mom posted this picture she took of Maya, little girl Maya, with her crutches, looking up at the TV, and in the TV, there's Jessica Long walking with her crutches. And she posted it in social media, and uh, the picture went viral. So, by the way, I will put a link in the show notes below to that picture and to that uh, little story. So, as a result, little Maya's survival and resilience story, in turn, became an inspiration to many with disabilities. Many even of the Paralympic athletes commented about it. And even those with maybe less visible disabilities and she even got a chance to speak, uh, Mayas got a chance to speak uh, via Zoom with Jessica Long. So all these things uh, came from that uh, connection, let's say, between Maya and Jessica Long. So a part of the many good things that, we could, that can be told about this story, there is one thing that I'd like to highlight, and that is that we all need someone to look up to, someone to inspire us. These role models like in this case, Jessica Long, encourage us to continue going, to move forward in spite of the obstacles we face. Jessica Long, in this case, became an inspiration to thousands of people, one of which is Maya, whose situation also seemed hopeless at some points. So having great role models in our lives is very important, as in them we find someone like ourselves with similar challenges and difficulties, and sometimes pain, who are able to persevere and still reach their goals. So this is one of the reasons why God, our Lord, took a human nature and became man. In Jesus Christ, God becomes our role model, our inspiration. In Jesus Christ, God becomes one like us, one of us. And to me, That is really amazing. It is awe-inspiring. Sometimes we get used to the fact of saying, God became man, or God worked with human hands, and so forth, or God died for me. We become used to these things. So we need to make an effort to return to that awe when we consider the mystery of Jesus Christ. So all the mysteries of the life of Christ are summarized in the Nicene Creed when we say, For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he was born of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered, died, and was buried. So first of all, every action in the life of Christ is a mystery. By that we mean that we can understand a little bit about it, but there is much more that we can't grasp. Our Catholic faith includes many such mysteries. Now, a mystery is not something irrational 
or contradictory. On the contrary, it is very rational because God is rational. But their rationality surpasses our poor mental capacities. They are, so to speak, too bright for our mind to understand. And this is why we have a hard time grasping them, understanding them. It is like looking at the sun with our naked eye. There's so much light that we are blinded. Now, we're blinded not because the sun is dark or something. No, we're blinded because it is too much light. We can't see anything. That is why through faith, in the case of the mysteries of our faith, we have to accept many truths of the Catholic faith which are revealed to us, even though they don't seem to be in accordance to our human, small, limited reason. Uh, In this case, the fact that God is actually united hypostatically, that is, in the person of the Word, with the human nature in Jesus Christ. That is something that is impossible to comprehend for us, right, to, to completely understand. Therefore, everything that Jesus does is mostly incomprehensible. Although we see Jesus eating, working, growing, studying, uh, preaching, doing miracles, um, being judged, and so forth, those things are somewhat a mystery, incomprehensible mystery. The fact that God was born from a woman is a mystery. The fact that God was made man and worked as a carpenter in his shop is a mystery. The fact that Jesus, God and man, was tired and thirsty in Samaria and he sat next to a well and asked a Samaritan woman for water is a mystery. The actions of Jesus during his life are also a mystery because through each and every one of them, God is saving man from sin and eternal death. So when Jesus learned from St. Joseph in Nazareth or preached later, or made a miracle, all those things, all those different things, were ways in which God was saving us. That was the salvific mystery of the life of Christ, the salvific purpose. Jesus came to this world to save us from our sins. Now, another element that I'd like to highlight of all the life of Christ in this world in general is that fact that through Jesus Christ, and without a doubt, God has entered into our world. God, the infinite, the eternal, has entered our small, tiny, temporal, limited world. The supernatural has come to the natural, right? The The supernatural realm of God became, so to speak, united or came into the natural world of man, the created world of man. Now, what is important of this is that the world of God and the world of man are therefore not completely separated or distant worlds. Our modern society wants to make us think that we are on our own in this world, that God is not present that God is far away, and that he never, or maybe rarely, meddles himself with this world. That's what the worldly, modern society wants us to think. Now, the conclusion of that way of thinking would be that everything we do, we must do by our own effort, by our own strength, by our own human ingenuity. However, the reality is that God has a lot to do with this world. 
He is present everywhere, not only because he created and still supports this world, but also because from a supernatural perspective, he has a constant impact in this world. His divine providence guides the many events in this life to lead those who love him to salvation. As St. Paul says in the letter to the Romans, chapter 8, verse 28, a good quote to remember, by the way, he wrote, We know that all things work for good for those who love God. So, all the life of Christ can be divided in basically three parts. His hidden life, his public life, his passion, death, and resurrection. His hidden life was 30 years long. His public ministry was three years long. And he spent three hours on the cross redeeming us. Now what is most amazing is that Jesus, being the truth, he who knows everything, he who had the power to cure the whole world, spent 30 years of his life in Nazareth, mostly Nazareth hidden, we could say, hidden, unknown to the world. And that is an unquestionable example of humility. The Word of God humble himself. That is incredible for us because we tend to be prideful, right? So we need to learn from Jesus Christ to be humble, to learn to hide ourselves even when we have something to say. That is the most amazing humility. There is no question that that is contrary to what any normal human being would have recommended in order to teach the truth and establish the Catholic Church in the world. During that time, those 30 years in Nazareth, he lived with the Virgin Mary and St. Joseph, sanctifying the the life of the family through community life, through love, work, and prayer. So the Holy Family is a model for us who live in this world, in the day-to-day obligations of life. There was nothing outstanding about the life of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph in Nazareth. Nothing spectacular. Moreover, it was quite humble unknown to the world, hidden, we could say. This is why it's called, that time of Christ, it's called the hidden life of Christ. Now after that, when he got to around 30 years old, he dedicated three years to preach the truths of the gospel, to call his apostles and disciples to himself, and to establish the Catholic Church. The gospels dedicate most of, most time, most of the time to present this aspect of the life of Christ, his teachings, his miracles, and how, how, how he founded the Catholic Church and the Apostles. During that time, Christ taught all the truths that we need to know to reach heaven, and he presented himself as the Messiah, or God-made man, the Savior of the world. Finally, toward the end of his life, he voluntarily and willingly allowed himself to be apprehended, tried, and condemned to death on the cross. It was there that Jesus gave the greatest witness of his love for us. There he offered the sacrifice of his life for the forgiveness of our sins. So it was for love of us that he did all this. He became one like us, but took upon himself the sins and the sufferings of all humanity, of you and me as well. As Isaiah uh, the prophet said, And Isaiah 53, verses 4 and 5. Yet it was our pain that he bore, 
our sufferings he endured, but he was pierced for our sins, crushed for our iniquity. He bore the punishment that makes us whole. By his wounds we are healed. And St. Peter says also in his letter something very similar, almost taking the same idea, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. He himself bore our sins in his body upon the cross, so that free from sin we might live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. So whenever you ha- are having a hard time, whenever you're suffering, or even if you, your life sometimes seems to have no meaning whatsoever, and these things happen frequently, remember that you are not alone. Jesus is with you. He endured the same things you are going through and greater ones still. He took on your sins. He took on your sufferings upon himself. He loves you infinitely. And this is why I consider him my hero. And I hope he's your hero too. So in the next episode, I will go a bit more in detail into the mysteries of the life, death, and resurrection of our Lord. But for now, that is all for today. So thank you so much for sharing your time with me. If you have any questions about the Catholic faith or your spiritual life, please do send me an email at info at forcollegecatholics.org There are some listeners that have sent me their questions already, so I will start answering those at the end of some of these episodes. If you write, please tell me what in what year in college you are and what state you live in. That way I hope to get some feedback from you and help you by addressing some of your con- specific concerns. So we will see you next week. May God bless your day. <laughs>